What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Anybody Listening. Is anybody still listening? Who knows? But anyway, but man, I wish I was recording under better circumstances. I'm fucking dying, man. I'm fucking dying. Oak was at 11,000, over 11,000 today. It was 11,000 and some change. That's, again, that's the pollen count just for for Texas. Oak trees are just the most common tree here. It leaves all that yellow shit all over your cars. Um, yeah, it's just kicking my ass. I like I'm I've been inside all day and I can barely breathe. Um, my eyes are all red and puffy. I, oh, it's just horrible. I've gone through like my because like, I use handkerchiefs, right? which is kind of gross. It's not as modern, but I still use handkerchiefs. I've been using them since I was a kid. My hanky, I have currently three handkerchiefs in in rotation. I have I have a ton of handkerchiefs, but I have three currently that I'm using and it sounds gross, but I got I keep one in my pocket, I keep one by the bed, by my pillow, and then I keep one by the couch. So that way, no matter where I'm at, I have a handkerchief accessible cuz these sneezes, these bouts of runny noses, drippy noses just happen at any minute. It's constant. Horrible, horrible, horrible. So I'm again, I apologize ahead of time for any sneezes, nastiness, hearing I I don't even want to listen to the past couple episodes cuz I just know they'll sound disgusting. And uh, five people have li- at the time of recording this, five people have listened to the last episode. Oh, uh, what what did I call it? What was the last episode? Uh Oh, the concerts you'll go. Five people have listened to it, so I, I appreciate those that have stayed uh, stayed very loyal to listening to me. Oh, look, see, two minutes in, and I'm already fucking rubbing my nose. Fuck, man. So anyway, I wish I was recording under better health, under better circumstances, but that's just the nature of the game. Like I said, that's the spring. It's it's no matter how much I prepare, no matter all the medicine I take the oak just overpowers me. There's, there's nothing that can fix me. I just die every year in the spring. I've gone to just growing up. I mean, just as a little kid, it was horrible. Like, you know, like I would miss tons of school, tons of school in the springtime, you know, like it it was just so gross. No, no nasal spray, no strength, no super strong medicines work. Um, and again, too, and that's part of the reason why that um, I know you guys and, and and a lot of people have noticed it. Some people have asked me about it. Uh, not a lot of people do just because um, I've explained it to some people, too. Um, the sniffles, I'm always, you know, I'm always kind of, you know, snorting through my nose and this, this and that. Uh, where that comes from. And, and that's another thing, too, that I get discouraged. Um, it, it's just a self-insecurity. But uh, I have very, very narrow uh, nostrils. I have very, very narrow nasal passageways, like inside of my nose and everything. My nasal cavity uh, is very small and not a lot of air can, uh, you know, can really go in. Over the years, I, you know, when I was a little kid, I used to be a really big mouth breather, just, just all gross. Um, I just have very small nostrils and just breathing and, you know, kind of the air flowing through my nose and whatnot just makes us makes a sound. It always makes me sound like I'm congested, um, but I'm not like I, growing up as a kid. Blow your nose, David. There's nothing. There's no boogers in my nose. 
So uh, that's that's where a lot of that sniffling comes from. So just that uh, that mixed with the pollen just makes it very, very hard to breathe. So um, I, I do become a very big mouth breather in the spring, which is absolutely gross. I hate it. Trust me. Um, but kind of that's where it comes from. Uh, a lot of people are really kind. They don't ask about it. They just get used to it over time, which, um, I appreciate that. It's not anything I'm like super embarrassed of. I, I don't know the, the exact medical condition or what it's called. I know there's some procedure out there that can help me that doctors pretty much stick these like, you know, tubes through your nose to open up your nasal passageways and, you know, to your nasal passageways, your nostrils. And they take these things out and it looks really crazy. Again, I can't remember the name of the procedure. Um, I'm not a doctor. I don't know how to pronounce a lot of those fancy Latin words and whatnot. But um, I've seen TikToks. I've seen Facebook videos of it. I mean, of course, um, you know, being explained to it as a kid, you can look it up. And they it looks like they're taking these like big bags of jelly out of your nose. Um, once the procedure is done, it looks crazy. Um that could definitely help my breathing. Um, I don't know necessarily if it'll help my allergies in the springtime. I highly doubt it. Um, it's just more of a thing to help stop making me go like, you know, the, the noises all the time. But yeah, I, I hate the spring. That's why I said, um, you know, if I if I ever make it big, no, excuse me, not if, whenever I make it big, um, I'm going to take vacations in the fucking spring, man. Um, you know, Leslie and I, our kids, you know, when we have kids, um, go to some place, you know, coastal, go to some place, uh, kind of away from oak trees. That way I don't have to deal with this bullshit because knowing me, you know, because it's in my DNA, um, you know, I'm scared. I'll pass that, you know, the oak pollen allergy, you know, down to my kids. And then I can only imagine Leslie's fun. She's going to have in the springtime taking care of a house full of fucking asthmatics, not an asthmatic, uh, fucking pollen, pollen, uh, allergic people. So it's weird. It, it's weird, especially in Texas because mountain cedar is the one that takes down so many people. It kills my dad. It kills my mom. Um, Texans are really allergic to mountain cedar and a lot of people get freaked out by that. Oh snap. Leslie's home. My wife is home. I'm going to help you out right now. BRB. Alrighty, and we're back. Had to help Leslie bring in the groceries real quick. Had to do some sort of husbandly duty since I've just been a lazy bum these past couple days at home. Hey, Beerus. Do you see that? No. He was climbing on the door. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah, Leslie just got back from the grocery store. We're going to have some spaghetti tonight. But... Damn it, Beerus, get out of here. But spaghetti's not enough to, to make up for kind of the shitty day that I've had so far. Because not only am I dying from the oak, I gotta say, I'm a little bit in a bad mood too. Man, fucking wake up this morning. I go on, I go on Twitter. I'm scrolling. I see somebody, one of my friends tweet out something. Man, I really need to find a new podcast to listen to. What the hell, man? What the hell? This is the kind of shit that I... That this, is, this is what I talk about. And I said I would stop talking about it and stop taking these things so personal because I know I have a, a dedicated people that listen to me and everything like that. But seeing something like that is just really shitty to see, man. 
because I've been doing this podcast for what, for about a month and a half or so. I mean, this is the 12th episode. We're 12 episodes deep, you know, and it's like, and I tweet about it constantly. I have this person on all my socials. I'm constantly posting about it. Get down, Beerus. I'm constantly posting about my show. To me, that, to me, that's rude. You know what I mean? It's like, hey, you have who I thought, you know, it's like, hey, you know, we're pretty close. Oh, what's a new podcast to listen to? I need something new to listen to. It's like, what the hell? I have a podcast right here. I know for a fact they don't listen. And I'm just like, what the hell? To me, that kind of shit is, that kind of shit sucks. That, to see that kind of sucks. Because like I said, and it's the kind of person that I am, I'm always going to try to to share people's stuff, to try to help utilize their business, this, this, and that, you know, for me, I mostly have, I mostly have friends that do like uh, music and kind of do streaming and stuff like that. So I'll pop in. And so that's how I can support it by popping in, you know, sharing their stuff, watching their streams, listen to their music, you know, that's how I can do it. I don't have, you know, I don't have friends that, you know, say like that have like actual businesses or whatever. Because if I did, then yeah, I would go to that business. I do have a buddy of mine, uh, Z. Uh, he does braiding of hair. Uh, he does a lot of hair stuff. Um, I used to go to him for my haircuts. I used to, uh, when I had longer hair, he braided my hair. Uh, but then I went back to having short hair, so I, I can't really utilize his service. But I do share his shit. I'm always talking about his stuff. He has a rap song. Uh, he's on Spotify. His name is That Guy Z. You know, and I've talked about it before. You know, but that's how I can help share the stuff is by, you know, spreading awareness, talking about it, sharing it on my stuff, on my feed for everyone else to see. So to see, to see kind of like, you know, because to me, I feel like I'm annoying about it, right? And because, you know, I'm trying to share my name and trying to get my shit out there. But to see somebody deliberately say, man, I need a new podcast to listen to when my stuff is flooded all over my feed, I think that's, I think that's pretty fucking rude. I'm not going to lie. Cause one that shows clearly you don't support the stuff I do because you would have been listening to it. Not saying that my podcast is the greatest podcast in the world, but you know, it's still a podcast nonetheless, right? You, you know, the, you know, I see, I'm at a loss for words. Like I don't even, like, I can't even get a, a coherent thought out without really repeating myself because I'm, it's just dumbfounding to see, you know, and and it's not just them. There's been other people too, that tweet that kind of stuff, man. Somebody suggests something new to listen to somebody like, uh, I love comedy podcasts. You know, what's a podcast that I can check out. I like to think I'm funny. And then I guarantee you, if I were to even say like, Oh, well you could check out my podcast. Like I, I couldn't even, I couldn't think of a way to tweet about it without coming off a little bit pretentious because in in any way that I would have worded, like check out my show, like I, I would have, it would have had a hinge of sarcasm to it. Like, Oh, well shit. I've only been talking about my show for the past month and a half. You know, I, you know, you didn't like my Facebook page. You never like any of the content that I share. And then this, this same people, uh, the same person comes from a group of people that I was really close to at one point in time. And they are very quick to share other people's stuff. 
very quick to share music, streaming, Facebook page. They're very quick to share other people's stuff, you know, and go to their shows and go talk about their stuff and this, this, and that. But my podcast, nah, it's it's left in the dark. It's unshared. It's whatever. And, and you know, and that's what it is, right? It's it's whatever. And that's kind of the whole purpose of the show. Anybody listening? Because clearly not, right? Clearly not everybody is listening. So, because the way I look at it, I have, I have 79 followers on Twitter. I have over, I have 222 followers on Instagram and I have uh, over 170 friends on Facebook. Most of those people I have on all three platforms, but if you look at it either way, I should be getting in a perfect world, you know, I should be getting a hundred plus plays an episode. But I'm not. I'm averaging, you know, 15 to 20, you know, plays an episode, which is more than enough for me. I'm not trying to sound super sour grapes here. I'm very grateful for those that listen to the show, um, you know, and talk, you know, and share things, give me ideas to talk about, um, you know, asking me, hey, you want to talk about this? Um, You know, I'm very grateful for that, you know, and I love it. And that's why I do this show is for the same lot of you that listen to every single every single episode. You know, the positive feedback that I get from all of you guys means the world to me. But that kind of stuff just really kicks me in the balls because it's like, what the fuck? You know, why the fuck do you even have me on anything, man? You know, the whole purpose of social media is to share other people's, you know, good things, to share, you know, to interact with everything. If you're not using social media for that, that, that defeats the whole purpose of social media. So that's all I'm going to gripe about that. that. That's all I'm going to gripe enough about that stuff. And like I said, I told you guys on the episode, I've said it on the show and multiple times now that I wasn't going to try to harp on that. But that one, like I said, it kicked me in the balls, man. That, that really sucked to see, uh, you know, a good friend of mine purposely saying like, oh, what's a good show to listen to? that sucks. That absolutely sucks. You know, that's shitty. And then another thing too, another thing, reason why I'm in a bad mood is because, you know, uh, I, I shared on Facebook this morning, actually, I shared on Facebook, Oak is at 11,000. Yeah, I'm staying home all weekend. Or I said, I was like, this weekend is canceled. I'm staying home. Something along those lines. I, I don't have the post in front of me right now. Um, but I posted that right around like, eight, nine, nine o'clock, no later than 10 a.m., right? It was early this morning. Sure enough, I got people hitting me up. Hey, man, you want to go hang out? Hey, man, let's go do this. Hey, let's grab a beer. Let's go grab a bite to eat. I'm like, do people not pay attention to the shit that I post? I've only been complaining about the fucking oak for this past week and saying how, how much it sucks to be outside and how much my allergies are killing me. And then that's another thing too. I've said that on the podcast that, hey, you know, hey, try, you know, please limit inviting me to places because more than likely I'm going to say no because of my allergies and I just get so bad and I want to avoid it altogether. So clearly they don't listen to the show. They don't pay attention to the things that I post. And that's another type of kick in the balls, man, because it's like, Dude, I just said, like, I publicly said, I can't go outside or I'll die. 
And then you're going to invite me to go outside, to go hang out somewhere. No, what the fuck? Oh, man, okay, well, feel better, bud. Get out of my face, dude. Fuck off. That pisses me off, man. That, Because to me, so I pay attention to everybody's stuff, right? I interact to everybody's things. You know, I try to ha-ha react stuff. I try to heart react stuff. You know, I try to be very social and very, you know, in people's posts and whatnot. You know, but clearly I, it, that kind of stuff isn't reciprocated to me. And again, it's not, I'm not saying nobody's zero. I get zero interactions on everything. Obviously, I get some stuff. It's clear. All that stuff, the reactions and everything are visible to everybody to see. I'm just saying to me that, you know, that, that kind of stuff really sucks. So anyway, any fucking way. Moving on. Let's see if I can cheer myself up by going over some stuff. I wrote out some things. Going to go over a couple different topics. Some things that have been kind of in the news. Talk about some nerdy wrestling things. We got some shocking wrestling things uh, catching up here. Again, apologies. Uh, shocking wrestling stuff to me and to the wrestling world. Um, but just like I said in the last episode, Godzilla versus King Kong. Let's go ahead and get super into it, right? If you haven't watched it, I'm going to go ahead and give you a warning. Spoilers ahead. Now I'm going to talk about the actual movie. Go in depth with my actual review and what I think about the ending and this, this, and that. So if you haven't seen the movie yet, spoiler alert. I don't know how long I'm going to be talking about it. So uh, if you want to fast forward, fast forward. If you just want to say, fuck it, I'll watch the movie. Because it's not like it's a shocking movie, you know? It's not like it. It's not like an Avengers Endgame type ending or Infinity War type ending, right? It's, it's a monkey versus a lizard. It's, it, you know, it's not anything like totally drastic, you know? So anyway, so Godzilla wins. Godzilla beats King Kong one-on-one, mano-a-mano. He fucks up King Kong. There's, it, there's technically like three fights between them throughout the movie. The first one, they're taking, they're taking, because the, the premise of the movie is that, you know, the, the hollow earth, right? You know, kind of what they explained in Godzilla King of the Monsters is that there's these tunnels or that the, you know, there's these underwater tunnels, right? These airwaves, you know, how the Titans can, or how Godzilla can, you know, move so fast around the, around the world. So that kind of goes a step further in saying that the Titans come from, you know, inside of the earth, that there's technically no core. There's no like mantle and things like that. It's a hollow earth. There's nothing inside of the earth. And that's where the Titans come from. So, and that's where like the energy and all this kind of stuff and blah, 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 blah. Again, very, very futuristic, very sci-fi, you know, for just a movie about two monsters fighting. Um, and, and I, to me, that's really distracting. It kind of defeats the purpose of the movie. Cause I'm just like, yeah, 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 whatever. Let's just get into the fights, right? That's why everyone wants to see the movie. So, um, they're going to take, they're going to try to take King Kong, you know, to go to, you know, track him because in, in naturally these Titans have a natural instinct to go into the hollow earth. They know how to get home, so to speak. So they're taking King Kong, they're transferring him from Skull Island, uh, uh, from this containment that replicated Skull Island, um, and take him to Antarctica where there's an opening to get to hollow earth. So he's on this ship, he's chained up, right? He has a sedative, you know, he's wearing like this, uh, this choker that, you know, this collar that has needles to give him the sedative, whatever, right? So... Godzilla detects King Kong 
he can sense King Kong. And so Godzilla is on his way. They're in the middle of the ocean. And a big old fight ensues, right? And King Kong is chained up. He can't defend himself. They're like, no, we can't release him because what if he leaves? And it's like, oh, well, you know, he has to fight. He has to defend himself. He's a sitting duck, right? So King Kong comes in or Godzilla comes in, boom, 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 starts fucking him up, fucking up the ship, dragging him underwater, trying to drown him and kill him, this, this, and that. So they eventually let King Kong free. You know, he comes up and then they start fighting on these, you know, on these... uh, on these giant, you know, ship carrier things, you know, in the military, blah, blah, blah. Um, and, God, you know, Godzilla's kind of getting fucked up a bit. He's taking some haymakers to the face. Boom, boom, boom. There's a lot of roaring, a lot of screaming. You know they're talking mad shit to each other. You know they're calling each other bitch and pussy and things like this. And so Godzilla's fucking him up. King Kong passes out, right? It's not, not a complete KO. He's just kind of like, oh, fuck, man, like damn it so he kind of falls asleep you know he passes out on the ship they're like oh we gotta we gotta make it look like king kong died that way godzilla leaves us alone so godzilla peeks his head out of the water sees king kong passed out he's like that's right bitch stay down fucking monkey boom goes back into the water and you know and leaves right and that's it so they're like oh well we can't we can't keep carrying him out here we gotta you know take him in the air to antarctica so anyway so the King Kong, they're finding all this stuff with Hollow Earth, whatever, right? So Godzilla's over in Hong Kong, fucking Hong Kong up because he senses Mecha Godzilla. That was a big revelation, right? Mecha Godzilla's out. So he senses Mecha Godzilla. And so King Kong, while while he's while Godzilla's fucking up Hong Kong, King Kong is in Hollow Earth. He finds this big old axe that you saw in the previews, right? It's one of Godzilla's uh, ancestors scales. So Godzilla senses the power from hollow earth senses the energy and he shoots one of his fire beams straight to hollow earth and he shoots it all the way down he roars into the hole King Kong hears it he roars back and then King Kong goes up to Hong Kong from the giant fire tunnel that Godzilla just laid waste to then boom here's the main event main fight sequence of the movie holy shit it's go time King Kong's fucking Godzilla up, right? He's fighting him. He's fucking him up. This, this, and that. They kind of have this match. Godzilla narrowly, or Godzilla narrowly escapes. So that's kind of round two. Godzilla, King Kong gets round two, right? Then comes round three. Godzilla versus King Kong. Boom, boom, boom. Godzilla's just fucking the shit up out of him. He's, he dislocated King Kong's shoulder. He pins him to the ground. He stomps on his chest. And he's just screaming in, in King Kong's face. Godzilla's trying to fight back. He's trying to wiggle his way. But he can't overpower Godzilla. He screams back at Godzilla. But he stays down like a little bitch that he is. I'm Team Godzilla, if you can't tell. I love Godzilla. Dinosaurs are way cooler than gorillas. So hell yeah. So he fucking stays down. Godzilla kind of punks him out. Let's go of him. And Godzilla or uh, King Kong lays. He passes out after Godzilla screamed in his face. He lost. He lost. He couldn't overpower Godzilla. He fucked him up. He had a big old axe. He couldn't even destroy him with that. He has opposable thumbs. He couldn't defeat him with evolution. Godzilla fucked him up. It was like, all right, now I got to go find Mecha Godzilla. Now I got to go fuck this robot up. And that's it. King Kong technically dies. His heart's stopping. 
they needed to use some fucking aircraft to be a defibrillator, defibrillator, however you say it, to restart his heart. Godzilla killed King Kong. They had to bring King Kong back to life. So when King Kong gets back to life, he sees Godzilla getting his shit rocked by Mecha Godzilla. Because it's a robot. It's a robot. It's a giant fucking six ton piece of machinery with DNA from King Ghidorah and being powered by Hollow Earth. You know, so it's like, yeah, of course Godzilla's getting his shit rocked. But King Kong is like, okay, now I gotta team up with Godzilla. So King Kong goes, and they both start fighting Mecha Godzilla. Both of them are getting their asses kicked. No one's getting an advantage in. Meanwhile, the little boy with the Judas Priest t-shirt I was talking about, they're trying to figure out a passcode to override Mecha Godzilla so they could turn it off. Lo and behold, all they had to do was just dump some liquid. They dumped some alcohol on the computer, and that completely fries Mecha Godzilla system, which you would think a, a billionaire. A billionaire cybernetics company could create a failsafe <laughs> to avoid possible water. Like, they didn't make Mechagodzilla waterproof. Their computers aren't waterproof. So anyway, that, that to me, that's so unrealistic. It's like, okay, yeah, it's like, oh, we never, con- you know, contemplated, you know, liquid destroying our computers in this multi-billionaire company. So anyway, so they dump the alcohol on the computer. It fries the motherboard and this, this, and that. So Mechagodzilla starts malfunctioning, starts being all weird, and then King Kong strikes and then uses the axe to chop up, which he uses the axe, which Godzilla powered up with his atomic breath. He uses the axe to then chop up Mechagodzilla to little pieces, thus defeating Mechagodzilla. And everybody's going to take that as King Kong winning the fight. And no, that isn't King Kong winning the fight. It took some kid elsewhere to make the computer malfunction and then the final blow needed godzilla's atomic breath they worked together but it wasn't king kong alone winning this movie king kong got his shit rocked he was losing to godzilla and a robot and it took something else it took outside interference to let him win so king kong was made to look like the big star of the movie the big hero i say fuck him fuck king kong and Godzilla even was like roaring some shit in his face at the end of the movie after they defeated Mecha Godzilla. He was all Rah! gave him a little head nod and went to the ocean. So it's kind of like, hey, I respect you, but know your place, monkey. And then he dipped. So Godzilla wins. The movie was still cool. King Kong is still a cool character, but I knew damn well he wasn't going to beat Godzilla. Everybody was hyping up. King Kong's going to rock his shit. King Kong is going to win. This is not, I'm like, there's no fucking way. There's no way. There's no way. His atomic breath alone can fuck up King Kong. He didn't get to use his atomic breath a lot because King Kong is smart. King Kong is smart. He sees him powering up. King Kong's going to fucking, you know, try to avoid it, try to dodge it. So I'll give him that. But yeah, Godzilla wins. And if it don't even try to debate me, man. I saw somebody who's all like, King Kong still won that. King Kong still won that fight. I, we watched it last night on my in-laws. Uh, my, my father-in-law has this projector and this big, you know, inflatable movie screen that they put in their backyard to watch big movies. So last night we went over there and we watched it. And my little brother-in-law, um, he, was, he was trying to say, he's like, King Kong won. He is all like, and I was like, King Kong did not win. I was like, Godzilla won. 
he goes, oh, well, yeah, well, King Kong had to be chained up and drowned in order for Godzilla to get an advantage. I'm like, one, that's just one scene. I was like, I'm talking about the main fight in the Hong Kong scene. I was like, Godzilla fucks him up. I was like, but two, yeah, Godzilla has the advantage with being underwater. Just look at any type of professional boxing, professional sport, you know, fighting, anything like that. If you have an advantage on something, you're going to capitalize on that advantage to defeat your opponent. And UFC, if you're better on the ground, the ground and pound, and better at submission, you're going to try to take down your opponent to get them in your world, right? So yeah, duh. And he was just like, nah, man, Godzilla cheated. Godzilla cheated. I'm like, get out of here, boy. Get out of here. Sito talking mad shit, babe. He was going for King Kong. I was like, get out of here. I was like, you can't debate me. Get out of here. So that was, that was super funny. But yeah, and that's and I'm still feeling the effects because we were outside all night watching the movie. Um, you know, my father-in-law was grilling sliders, uh, hot dogs. Uh, we were eating popcorn, movie snacks. It, it was a great time. I just wish I could have enjoyed it a little bit more if it wasn't for my allergies. Plus, it was a little chilly last night. It was super windy. It was really it was, it was getting kind of cold. It was down in the 60s. So um, that was another thing, too. So I was all, I was like frozen boogers coming out of my face. But anyway, there's the spoilers to Godzilla vs. King Kong. I only talked about it for about 12 minutes. Uh, hopefully you didn't, uh, <laughs> hopefully you didn't fast forward and you missed and you heard a spoiler. So Godzilla vs. King Kong, I give it a 9 out of 10. Like I said on the last episode, um, it's going to be on HBO Max for a while. Um, but I know a lot of people want to still see it in theaters for the movie experience. So I say, don't do that. We're in a pandemic going to the movies is not a good idea. So anyway, now that we got that out, I don't want to spend too much longer on that one because we already talked about it in the last episode. So let's get into some things that have been going on in the news. One thing I definitely actually no, hold on. Cause I just thought of the best segue. Speaking of getting clapped like Godzilla, like King Kong did by Godzilla. Speaking of clapping cheeks, the Cash Me Outside girl has made an OnlyFans. See, that was a great segue, babe. She just chuckled. Anyway, but yeah, speaking of cheeks getting clapped, Cash Me Outside girl, Danielle Bergoli, or however you say it, is it Bad Barbie or Bad Baby? Bad Barbie, Barbie, that's her name? That's her gimmick? It's like B-H-A-D or something? I don't know. The Cash Me Outside girl, the one, the, the infamous girl from Dr. Phil, um, she's barely turned 18. She turned 18 just a few days ago, and she made an OnlyFans, and she's already made a million dollars. She posted a picture of all the different things, and I was just like, what the hell? I have, I don't look, I look, look, hey, look. All this OnlyFans work and the, the, the sex work or whatever they call it, these these chicks that get paid to do porn and they do it at their own uh, prerogative and this, this, and that. Good for them. Cool. Yeah, whatever. Holy shit, man. It, it, like she posted, because I saw it on Twitter. She posted a screenshot of like her, her summary of earnings. Subscriptions alone, she almost made, she made like 700 grand on subscriptions alone. Then like, I guess people were paying to message her. And then, like people were, people were just tipping her, um, and and then like it said, uh, like like uh, I don't know what the breakdown was. I don't have it because I'm recording right now. But she made she she netted a million dollars 
after taxes, a million dollars. That's fucking wild. Little 18-year-old girl, some ghetto hoochie mama, just made a million dollars off of the internet. So apparently Bella Thorne had, uh, you know, the the record for that. I don't know what the numbers were, but everyone subscribed to Bella Thorne. If you remember who Bella Thorne is, she's the little girl from Shake It Up on Disney Channel. She grew up to be a hoe or something. I don't know. But she's all dyslexic and shit. And yeah, she made an OnlyFans. Everybody subscribed to her. And then apparently her OnlyFans, she wasn't even posting nudity or any sexual content. She was just posting random things. It was just like, ha ha, I got all your money. So people got really pissed off about that. And Bella Thorne got on a lot of fire. This was last year or something. I don't remember exactly it was. But yeah, everybody subscribed to Bella Thorne. Fucking, they're thinking they're going to see her post porn and this and that. She was like, yeah, I'm not posting porn. What kind of girl do you take me for? So now everyone's kind of saying, watch, watch this cash me outside girl, you know, be, be the same way. Like watch her like not even post any type of porn or any sexual content or anything like that. It's just a way to scam people out of money, which I think that would be fucking hilarious because she made a million dollars in six hours. But to me, that is so fucking creepy, man. She barely turned 18 and I don't know what she's charging or what her rates are or anything like that. I really don't know how all this OnlyFans stuff works. All I know, it's like, yeah, you're paying for porn, which is if you're still in 2021, if you're paying for porn, you are a certified bozo dog. Porn is fucking free. You can go anywhere to see that. There's tons of porn on fucking Twitter. There's always nasty things on Twitter, man. And you're paying for fucking porn. You're a bozo, certified bozo. But anyway, I digress. Um, yeah, enough people bought her shit, paid her stuff to when she barely to make a million dollars and she barely turned 18. And I remember like I remember like as this chick started getting popular and she started making rap videos and this, this and that, everybody was always making the same comments about her tits. She's got big tits for a for a 15 year old and this is that. And I'm like, guys, you know how creepy that sounds like you guys are bragging about that shit like that is so weird to talk about oh yeah bad barbie or whatever catch me outside girl she got some big ass titties she fine but she's only 15 so i can't look it's like you just admitted you just admitted you were looking you weirdo that fucking that dj academics guy the dude um the dude that's always fucking on drake's dick i remember a tweet from him years ago saying like damn she got some big ass titties can't wait till she turns 18 and it's like, yo, what? Caught in 4K. And that's when I, when I read that, when I was reading the, the trending topic, the uh, bad Barbie or whatever, everyone kept screenshotting or, you know, sharing screenshots of his tweet about that. And everyone was like, oh, you know, academics subscribe. You know, academics pay for that in a heartbeat. But that is so fucking creepy. And, and it's really creepy how, how open people are about sexualizing these teenagers, man. That is so fucking gross. Same thing with Billie Eilish. Billie Eilish turned 18 and everybody was all like, all right, where's the OnlyFans? All right, where's the leaks? Where's the sex tapes? You know, somebody break into her phone and, you know, hack her nudes and this, this and that. I'm like, that is so fucking disgusting. And Billie Eilish, I don't care for her music. She's kind of cool. 
I like the I like watching her interviews uh, that she does. I think it's with Vanity Fair that she does on the same date every single year, and they're talking about her followers. They asked like they initially asked her some like a a a a thing of questions, and she answers those same questions every year to see how how far her career's grown. I think those videos are cool. Um, she does seem like she's a really cool person, but that I feel so bad for the chick because she's even said that she wears baggy clothes on purpose because she doesn't want people to sexualize her body. And I'm like, yo, that is so embarrassing. A teenager has to worry about that stuff because I know she started getting popular before she turned 18. So the fact that a little girl has to say, I have to wear these baggy clothes and dress the way I dress so that way I don't get sexualized you know, by the internet, that is disgusting, so gross, and then the way these people have been fucking, uh, sexualizing this, uh, cash me outside girl, so gross, I'll, I'll never get that, I, I'll never understand that, man, you know what I mean, like, I, I've always been into, like, chicks my age, or, like, you know, like, even at that, like, growing up, right, let's, let's talk about porn for a minute, everybody's watched porn, Let's not let's not play dumb. Everybody's watched. I know every guy has watched it. Every girl, eh, whatever. Most of the girls have seen porn. You know, that's whatever, no big deal. But every guy has watched porn since they were a little kid. And everybody, and every story is the same. Everybody always finds porn at a super young age. You know what I mean? Like, I've never been into that, that category of the teen or the barely legal or the... Like those those kind of younger type things like those have always been kind of creepy, even when I was that age, like even when I was 18 and I would see those videos pop up suggested, you know, uh, teen uh, teen neighbor gets destroyed or barely legal teen makes first video. It's like, that's kind of creepy. Like, I don't want to watch that. that. That is super gross. And like those super young looking chicks and everything, the people that are into that, that if that's your go to category. I'm sorry, homie. That's uh, that says more about you than it does anything else. Because I know, obviously, to make porn, you got to be 18 years or older legally, right? So technically, yeah, there's nothing illegal about it, but I still think it's super creepy. So yeah, and the people that are going to defend about it, oh, well, bad, well, bad Barbie just turned 18, so it's all legal. Yeah, it's legal, but you were waiting on it. You seem to be chomping at the bit to get an opportunity to you know, to fucking, uh, buy her OnlyFans, and I guarantee you, I guarantee fucking to you, someone, somebody's going to subscribe to it, just so they can specifically screenshot, screen record, and all her shit's going to get leaked, all her stuff's going to get leaked, the internet is not a safe place, I get, I bet if you looked it up right now, bad Barbie OnlyFans leaked, or, uh, something or another if you search it up like that reddit has everything you can find everything on reddit 4chan i guarantee you has been having a field day with that if you remember 4chan.org it's going to be out there so people that paid for it you're just a bunch of bozos god damn it man I, i can't justify paying for porn i've never paid for porn man it's been free my whole childhood you just have to google search free porn and there's sites that pop up what do you mean? Oh, I'm not a good Christian boy. I'm not even Christian. What the hell? I'm not a Catholic either. I ain't, I ain't nothing. I'm agnostic. But 
fucking yeah, I, I guarantee you if you if you Google searched whatever that chick's name is, I, I don't know if it's Bad Barbie. I just I don't know. I for whatever reason I keep wanting to say Bad Bunny, but that's just how much I hate Bad Bunny. Fucking like I guarantee you if you Google searched it, her shit's probably everywhere. And I and that I I wish, I hope that she doesn't even post any fucking nudes or any fucking sexual content. So that way all of y'all look like fucking predators subscribing to that shit and she doesn't even post anything. I hope she only posts her rap music there so that we have to sit and listen to her shitty music. Because she's a prime example of somebody that should have never been famous to begin with. And so, and if you paid for that shit, I don't think any of my listeners are ever going to do that, which I, I hope you guys aren't down bad and do that shit. But if you guys do that, oh man. Keep I would say keep that bottled up. Hey, no, no kink shaming, no nothing, but damn, if if you jumped the second a fucking 18-year-old girl makes an OnlyFans, ooh, that dog, that says volumes. What's up, babe? Oh, loves the so many pictures of the kitty. Oh, look at him. So yeah, so and, and same thing. So and that kind of leads into this. Um, I don't know if you guys have heard about her, but this Belle Delphine chick, Belle Delphine, she was a streamer, and she went viral for selling her bath water. She sold her fucking bath water. Her whole gimmick is she's this, she's this a uh, little blonde streamer girl. I think she's British. She's some European country or something or another, but. She over, she acts like a little girl. She did, you know, she was viral on TikTok for a minute because she did the whole, uh, the hit or miss. I bet you never miss, huh? Got a boyfriend. I bet he doesn't kiss yet. Like being over the top, super little girly and being sexualized. If you know the, I hope I'm saying it right. In the, like the anime, the hentai porn, the, uh, uh I, I don't know how to say it. I'm just saying it's a cum face. A face a girl makes when she comes, you know, like your eyes go cross-eyed and they stick their tongue out. She does that 24-7. And she got banned. She got banned from a lot of stuff. She got banned from Twitch. She got banned from TikTok because she was just kind of being over-sexualized and acting like a little girl, which that is so creepy. But tons of people were giving her money and egging her on. So, that again, it's like, hey, she found something she's good at doing this and she's going to keep doing it because people are going to pay her for doing it so that's okay cool that's good for her right whatever she found a niche and she did it but lo and behold i remember when it came out when she made an only fans everybody went fucking psycho for this chick and like a couple weeks later after she went viral for doing her only fans apparently she made a video she posted a, like a porno that she made where it was like she was pretending to be a little girl getting kidnapped in the woods and getting raped in the woods. So that was another thing that I'm just like, dude, that is so disgusting. But people fucking paid money to watch her do that and to watch her do that video. That's so gross. I, ugh, ugh, so disgusting. I'll never get that. In fact, that, again, circling back to why another thing she went viral for, her bath water. She took a bath. And she got little cups, little jars, bottled up the bathwater, and she sold it. And it sold out in like 10 fucking minutes or whatever the record was. Because this was like almost two years ago, a year and a half ago or something like that. People bought her fucking bathwater. And I remember seeing this on Twitter. 
people were posting pictures of like I bought Belle Delphine's bathwater and there was like chunks of stuff floating in the water. That's so gross and people bought it. And somebody got sick from drinking it. Somebody drank her bathwater. That's gross, man. That is so sick. And that comes from the sexualizing of little girls and little children and everything like that, man. I, I, I never buy into that. To me, and even at that, I'm married now. If I want to have sex, I could just say, hey, let's have sex. I don't, I don't have to get into the whole fucking, like, oh, damn it, I'm going to look up porn. I'm going to go jerk off and everything like that, you know. Because it's like I, I have a wife. I don't got to be jerking off anymore, man. I don't, even, I don't even have that need to do it anymore. I don't care. So it's like porn is porn. Everyone looks at it. There's no shame in that. You, you like what you like, but I think if you like some things that could be questionable, because I, I, all my guy friends I've talked about watching porn with, right? It's like, yeah, everyone's done it, right? Like, oh, you know, the, the big porn star names, Riley Reed, Mia Khalifa, Abella Danger, Lana Rhodes, Lisa Ann, right? Can go on and on and on. Leslie's shaking your head. You know, you watch normal type fucking porn, you know? Cheesy, horrible acting, Oh, I, everyone's seen a pizza man or a, a water or a cable guy. I'm here to fix the cable. You can plug some wires here, big boy. Oh, oh. And the dude is so unenthused and it's just a chick being over the top. Everybody's seen that type of porn, right? But it, oh, man, I, I, it's so gross. I can't, so disgusting. I don't even know that I married anyone. <laughs> Leslie says she doesn't know the man she married anymore. Every guy's watched porn, man. Every everybody's done it, man. I even remember the first time I ever watched porn. I was in fourth grade. We're gonna have a talk after this. What? We're gonna have a talk after this, man. So for me, because fuck it, why not, right? Anybody listening? Nobody's listening, right? Clearly. So I remember being in fourth grade, and I think I told the story on Who Cares. I'm pretty sure I told the story on on Who Cares, my other podcast, but fuck it, I'll tell it for you guys too, because I don't even know what episode it would have been, but uh, fourth grade, I remember this one guy, he brought uh, the magazine Nintendo Power, Nintendo Power is kind of like the magazine for everything Nintendo, all up and coming things, games, news, stuff, blah, 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 right? So if you guys remember back in the day when you had to buy screensavers and and wallpapers for cell phones and uh, ringtones and everything like that. There was an advertisement in the back of this Nintendo Power that was like, it was called Babe of the Day. Like you subscribe to this thing and they send you a babe every day, a hot chick every day in a bikini and this, this and that. And I remember being a little kid, oh, girl in a bikini, let me see, let me see. And he was hogging it. Like he, he made it purpose, like he purposely said, oh, I got hot chicks in this magazine and didn't show anybody being a little dickhead. So it was kind of like, oh, okay. So I remember going home And I'm like, I want to see what he was talking about. So I Google searched babe of the day, typed it in in Google, and I clicked on the very first link that popped up. Boom, babe of the day. It took me to some weird, it was like some weird, a black, it was like multicolor. It was a black background. It had multicolor lettering. And then it had a bunch of different links. So then I clicked on it. Click again, clicked on the first link, babe of the day. Picture loaded up. Boom, naked chick. And I was like, whoa, 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 what? Click, I exit out of it. I was like, whoa, I did not mean to see that. So I was like, okay, so clearly this is a bad link. This is a bad, I can't look at this one. So let me go click on the second link. 
Clicked on the second link, another naked chick at the beach. Oh my God, oh my God. And I clicked, I, I exited out of it. I cleared the history. I was like, oh my God. And it was so, cause one, it was awkward because the, the main computer that we had was in my parents' bedroom. So it was like, that was the only computer we had. So if you're, if you're going to look at something on the internet, it's there in the parents' bedroom. My dad was in the bathroom. My mom wasn't home from work yet. And I was just like, oh my God. But then I kept picturing those titties in my head 24 seven. So I was all like, okay. So then I waited for my parents to go to the grocery store a couple days later, Google searched it again, babe of the day. And then I went through and looked at every single link. And then I found some website called danny.com for some model. And she was posting something called like a, a virtual, a virtual lap dance. And it was like a POV style, a point of view style lap dance. And she was getting naked and this and that. I was like, holy shit. So yeah. So from there, then porn addiction, right? Every guy's gone through a porn addiction at some point or another. So yeah. So that was my discovery into porn. And then discovering Pornhub, uh, YouPorn, all those different weird sites, xnxx.com, Leslie shaking her head. Every guy knows these. Every guy knows these sites, babe. Every guy knows these. Such a disappointment. Not even, man, not even. And then, lo and behold, then there was a site called xhamster, xhamster.com. Had a weird, funny name, but it was free porn, free uncut porn. And then, lo and behold, the king of all porn videos, of all porn websites, xvideos.com. Constantly updated, xvideos.com, man. It's the best. I've gotten the actual debates with friends about what's the best porno website or what's the best website to go watch porn on. And xvideos always wins. Every guy. I forgot about xvideos. You're right. Everybody says Pornhub. If you say Pornhub, that's basic. Very, very basic. It's all about xvideos.com. Well, all right, guys. So enough talking about porn and titties and whatnot. We're going to go ahead and take a quick commercial break. And we'll be right back to get into some more topics. Alrighty, guys. Welcome back. Welcome back. Uh, if you hear Leslie cooking, if you hear something sizzling in the background, Leslie is making spaghetti. I'm um, very excited. Uh, since we've moved into the apartment, we've only had what? This is going to be our second home-cooked meal? Third. Third? We had hot dogs. Oh, yeah. Hot, we had hot dogs, uh, chicken fettuccine Alfredo, and now spaghetti. It, oh, man. It's just, been, it's just been really tough. I've been working. Leslie's been working. Um... Yeah. Oh, yeah. By the way, I'm finally getting my fucking stimulus. Uh, Stimmy update 2021. Stimmy watch 2021. It's finally going to get mailed to me. I got to go to the post office to go get my address updated. So that way it gets mailed over here to the new apartment. I know you're probably thinking, David, why didn't you go update your address sooner? Well, uh, you know, I've been working and I get out of work by the time the post office closes. I tried to do it online, but it kept getting denied every time I did it online. Don't know why. Um, It's just simple just updating your address but anyway finally getting my stimulus i felt like such a bozo i couldn't really treat my wife the way that i wanted to treat her for her birthday really broke my heart i know the whole the man the the man paying for everything you know kind of stigma is outdated but i like to feel cool by being the one pay for everything right because i'm the man i like to do that let my wife have her money so that way she could spoil me because i pay all the bills but now she's paying all the bills and then spoiling me at the same time. And I hate it. 
She bought me magic cards on her birthday. What the hell kind of shit is that? Anyway, but yeah, I'm finally getting my stimulus and uh, also have some, uh, like I said, I have some good news coming from work. I'm waiting for the official announcement at uh, my current job so that way I could talk about it on the podcast. Um, nobody from work has me on social media. Not at the same time, I don't think they would add me anyway. But just in the weird event that they do look me up and see my podcast, don't want to talk about anything. Uh, what's up, guys? And because I don't even talk about where I work at anyway. So so that's one good thing. And then I have uh, something lined up for next week that I'm very excited for. Um, very good opportunity that I hope everything works out. So um, if you if you say prayers, if you uh, play with rocks or your crystals or whatever, uh, send some good vibes my way. Um, I'm definitely going to need it. I'm definitely trying to make things come up, man. Uh, you know, I'm definitely, as Leslie and I are getting closer and closer to uh, getting a house, you know, starting our family. I personally want to make sure that everything's going to be taken care of. Like I said, you know, I want to be the one to kind of provide. Uh, Leslie does a lot of providing for the both of us, um, but I definitely want to pull my fair share. And I, and I can't stress enough um, how lucky I am to have a partner like Leslie who's been taking care of me and doesn't get doesn't get super mad. She stresses out. She freaks out sometimes. But when when worse comes to when push comes to shove, she knuckles down and she handles everything like a boss. Boss babe. Boss babe. Girl boss. All those hashtags and stuff. So um, a round of applause for Leslie. Leslie Clay, everybody. Wee! So anyway, so yeah, some good things are coming up. Um, I don't talk a whole lot, um, even even off of the podcast. I don't I don't share a lot of personal news or a lot of things that are like going on. Um, I'm a firm believer in just kind of keeping things close to your chest, um, you know, and not really sharing a lot of that stuff because you never know who your haters are. Right. I know me. I have a lot of haters, apparently. But, um, you know, you never know who your haters are. You don't really want to jinx that kind of stuff. Um, so that's really cool. And just as as I've gone further in life, I, I've been very a lot more private with a lot of stuff. I'll share things on the podcast. I have no problem sharing like some stuff like talking about like jerking off and whatever, watching porn on the podcast because I think that stuff is funny. I mean, but like even if it's big news, I think I'm just going to leave big news to talk about on the podcast because those who listen to the podcast are going to know and they're going to learn these things as I'm talking about them instead of posting things on social media. Because I think posting things on social media, you get a lot of fake responses. You get you get a lot of fake congrats, a lot of fake yays, and a lot of fake friends on there. Which, 2021, that sounds so cheesy, saying, oh, I got fake friends. But it, it's really true. It's something that still holds true to today. So, so anyway, I'm going to leave it at that. I got something lined up coming in this week that um, everyone, uh, everyone, I don't know why I said everyone, wow, that I hope works out. So thanks, everyone, for keep me, keeping good vibes going. Send your prayers. But speaking of sending your prayers, let's go ahead and talk about something very big that's happened that's blown up. Uh, it's for someone that definitely maybe needs some prayers, if you believe that. Little Nas X and his Satan shoes. For those of you who have been living under a rock, Little Nas X announced that he partnered with this company called Mischief, M-S-C-H-F, that designed some Satan uh, Nike Air Maxes. Um, it's a it's a black and red shoe. It has a it has a little pentagram pendant on the laces, and it has a six 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 on it. 
um, yeah, it, it's in the box, the design, it's all satanic. It has this, it has Satan in it, this, this, and that. But the kicker in all of this was, the kicker was that each shoe contains a drop of human blood. Human blood. So everybody blew this out of proportion, right? And to me, blew it out of proportion because it's just a pair of shoes. The human blood thing, yeah, whatever. That is kind of weird. But people have been utilizing blood and tons of things throughout the years. Kiss. When Kiss had their first comic come out in like the, the mid-70s, late-70s, they had um, each of them put a drop of their blood in the ink. And so each comic came with a drop of every member of Kiss's blood. Metallica, their Load and Reload album was a mix. You know, the album cover is a mix of their semen and blood. That's the album cover. That's the weird design. So it's like, you know, band, metal bands especially have been incorporating blood and this type of stuff into their music and to the things they put out for many, many years. This isn't something new. Little Nas X is not the, the creator or the perfecter of this. It's been done many times. And I'm sure there's tons of other artists that have utilized this in their gimmicks and stuff. But I guess to a lot of new people or to a lot of people, this is brand new not you don't see that kind of stuff nowadays it's creating a new satanic panic we're definitely in a new satanic panic that was something that happened very big in the 70s and 80s with like metal bands because that was perceived as super satanic and then a lot of this is kind of coming also as well for the promotion of his music video the call me by your name the music video he's going to hell and he's twerking giving satan a lap dance and this this and that like he's flaunting the fact that he's going to go to hell. Now, just like Billie Eilish, Little Nas X is another artist that I don't care for his music that much. His music is whatever. I like the song Panini. Uh, his song Holiday is pretty catchy. But the rest of his music, eh, I never liked Old Town Road. It was never that catchy to me. It was, it was a lame song. All the hype for that song was kind of dumb. But Little Nas X as a person on TikTok, on social media, he's hilarious. I love Little Nas X. He's the biggest troll in the world. And he is an openly gay man, which, again, totally fine. Whatever, right? There's no homophobia here on anybody listening. We're, we're pro-LGBTQ. We're allies here on this show. But all, everybody started giving him shit. Of course, everybody blew that out of proportion. It's, I think, coming out as gay... It's not a big thing anymore, man. It's so it's so normal nowadays. It's so every nine times out of ten, it's very welcome. It's very invited. You can be who you want to be. But of course, the internet being the internet, everybody started giving him a lot of shit. So it's like he's the music video. He's poking fun at the fact that he's been told his whole life that he's going to go to hell because he's gay. So I love it. It's a it's a big troll, and the fact that he partnered up with this company to do the Satan shoes, I love it. And just like I talked about on the Satan episode, I love the devil, man. I love anything satanic related. I love because it pokes it pokes people's buttons. It's shocking. It's absurd, and that's what I love about it. I love that people get offended by it. That people feel uncomfortable by it. I would buy these shoes in a heartbeat if they weren't so fucking expensive. Well, now they're not even going to be for sale because this company Mischief um, is getting sued. Not Little Nas X. This company is getting sued for utilizing Nike's name. 
because the outrage on this man was fucking, excuse me, was fucking tremendous. And everybody associated with Nike because they are Nike Air Maxes. But Nike released a statement. Nike is the one that's suing Mischief because it's like, hey, yo, Nike did not create this. We're not affiliated with this in any any way, shape, or form, and it's giving us a bad name. So that's why they're suing that company, and I don't even think these shoes are going to be released. Anybody who already bought one and got one, damn, those shoes are going to go for a whole fuck ton of money. And I wish if I had that kind of money, I would definitely buy a pair because I think they look super badass. Because again, I love the pentagrams. I love that satanic imagery. I love it. It just, it's so cool to me. It, it, it's cool. It, it, I don't worship the devil or anything like that. I just love it. And, and the satanic panic that it's bringing, man, everyone's all like, yo, little Nas X has accessibility to people's kids. You know, he's viral on TikTok. You know, he goes and performs Old Town Road in elementary schools and everything like that. Cause it's like, yeah, Old Town Row is not an inappropriate song. It's just a, it's just a little catchy song that went viral on TikTok, and had a little dance or whatever. And so, and and it's like, well, it, you know, he even said that that speaks more on the parents. You know, the parents are the ones that are supposed to kind of watch what your kids are doing. He's not the one influencing kids. He's never, he's never went out of his way to make his key demographic kids. That's that's on that whoever likes his music likes his music. And he, and he said that multiple times. And I agree with that 100%. Whoever likes it, likes it. Artists don't go out of their way to say, I only want to entertain X amount of people. They want global recognition. That's what the whole dream for being famous is, right? Going out there, putting out your name, making content. You want to attract an audience. You don't care who it is. You want it, you, you're making something because you like it. You're putting it out there. Whoever likes it, whoever takes to it sticks and you're happy if some if somebody doesn't like it, okay, I'm not focused on that. I'm focused on who is liking it. And, that, and again, that circles back to the beginning of this episode. That's something I got to tell myself, right? Podcasts aren't for everybody. Nobody really fucks with you that much. But those who do fuck with you heavy and that's what you're making the content for. It's for yourself and the people that do fuck with you. So I love it. And but people are really bashing Little Nas X for this stuff, and I don't, I don't see why, because uh, you know, and, and kind of, and then even at that, when I was a kid, I was watching South Park, I was watching Family Guy, I was listening to metal music, I was watching rated R movies, and this, this and that from a very young age, you know, and, and when you look at all of that, uh, especially South Park, one of the biggest storylines or recurring themes in South Park was that the devil is gay. And the devil was in a relationship with Saddam Hussein. And they had very graphic sex scenes on the show and this, this, and that. I watched it as a kid. It never influenced me. I, I'm a, you know, a heterosexual. I'm a cis white male, right? You know, it never influenced me. It was comedy. And I think that's, you know, Little Nas X, because, you know, he is gay. Um, I look at his content that he's putting out as comedy, you know? It, it's funny. The idea of, uh, of a guy twerking and doing a lap dance for the devil is funny that's that's dumb it's it's a reverent humor you know what i mean like it's it's ridiculous and the fact that people are really taking it so seriously that's what little nos x is purposely trying to provoke those people that do take it seriously and and i love it he's such a troll man so i and again it's and bring these people you know it's these people that are all religious and shit Oh man, you gotta pray that our kids don't do this and this and that. I guarantee you, your kids are watching way worse things 
than than a rapper twerking on the devil. You know, the way these kids talk nowadays in like uh, lobbies for video games and Fortnite and this, this and that. I guarantee you, your little your little Timmy, your cute little Timmy white boy that goes to church every Sunday probably says the N word more than all the black people that live in your community, man. Like the kids nowadays are horrendous. It's gross. And all the stuff that they get that they have access to being on tablets, cell phones, being on social media, getting all of that stuff from a very early age is what corrupts people's minds, man. And it's not corrupting that like kids are horrible. It's because they have access to it and they don't know what that stuff is. So they're going to take it for face value. And that's how they're going to interpret a lot of things. I think my generation, you know, 90s babies, what up? And this, this and that, that you, you learn about things ahead of time. You learn not so much right from wrong, but you, you learn a lot of things, right? From your parents and, you know, and this, this and that. So by the time you get exposed to certain things like, you know, uh, religious concepts, you know, kind of staying on top of the little Nas X Satan shoes, you know, you, 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 when you learn to get exposed to type of religious content, uh, you already kind of have a mentality towards it. You already are pretty educated on that. And I think that comes down from the parents. But a lot of parents nowadays just, oh, my, oh my, my kid wants a tablet. Here's a tablet. There, go. Watch whatever on YouTube. Go. There, go. And it's like you're not really, you know, you're not really raising your kids. The Internet's raising your kids. And that's going to make a lot of fucking weirdos out there because the Internet is super fucking weird. You really have to monitor what kids are watching because kids have access to everything and it's not that's it's a cheap way of parenting you can't do that kind of shit like i don't care how mad leslie gets our kids aren't getting cell phones until they're in high school i didn't have a cell phone till i was in high school and i came out perfectly fine you know i know leslie got a cell phone when she was a little bit younger than high school what you're in middle school yeah she was in middle school she came out totally fine that you know of. <laughs> right that i know of. oh shit but it's like, no, I, I just, uh, our kids aren't going to have tablets. Video games are one thing. I grew up with video games. Definitely could have video games, but it's going to be limited just like the way I was limited when I was a kid, you know, especially in online gaming. Online gaming is going to be a big no-no. I didn't start playing Call of Duty online until I was in high school when I bought my own Xbox, when I bought my own Xbox Live Gold. So, but that's just me. And, you know, and every parent definitely does have a, uh, a different parenting style when it comes to video games and internet access and this, this, and that. To me, I'm talking about the parents that are just like, here's a tablet, have fun, leave me alone. That they, they, they don't want to be involved in their kid's life. They don't want to try to even attempt to be a parent. They're just like, hey, you know what? Here it is. Go away. What? Can I this out? Yeah, you can dump it out. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it, those are the type of parents that I'm talking about. And those are the same type of parents that are now concerned for their kid because now they're re realizing, oh, shit, I don't know what my boy's watching or what my daughter's watching on the Internet. Oh, shit, what if they are watching this little Nas X guy and they're getting corrupted and, you know, turning to the devil and things like that? That's when it's like, uh, well, you should have been worried about that a lot sooner. Oh, what's up, buddy? What's up, buddy? But, yeah, so me, my take... On the whole uh, Lil Nas X shoes, I think it's cool. Um, I wish he wasn't getting, or not him, but I wish that company wasn't getting sued. I can see why they're getting sued. They're using, a, you know, Nike's shoe and Nike's imaging, you know, and this, this, and that. But I think it's super dope. If I had the money for it, I would definitely buy it. 
but I can't afford shit right now. So get down, buddy. So I, you know, I'm not getting the shoe. And now it's not even going to be released to a lot of people like it was. So, oh, well, let me know what you guys think. What's your whole take on that? Um, again, I'm, I'm always going to lean in favor of the satanic stuff because that's who I am. I think that shit is super cool. And yeah, so let me know what you guys think. And especially the two on the, because as someone who can't wait to be a parent, and I know a lot of you guys are already parents already, obviously, um, you would know that because uh, <laughs> you have a kid. So let me know what you guys think. What is your take on everything? So I, I can't wait to hear about that. And maybe debate it. I don't know. Talking about the devil is always my favorite thing to do because apparently I'm satanic and I'm going to hell myself. So I fit right in with those satanic shoes. So moving on to some sports-related shit. Let's talk some sports, right? So let's go ahead and get the lame stuff out of the way. Now, I know you guys are tired of hearing me talk about wrestling. But, oh, don't boo me, babe. Don't boo me. No, don't boo me at home, guys. Don't boo me. But we got to talk about it. It's huge in the wrestling world right now. It shattered the wrestling world yesterday. And they specifically waited to happen to announce it on April 2nd. So that way it didn't didn't come across as an April Fool's joke. So for those who don't know, WWE, the network, their $9.99 price, you know, monthly network is no more. WWE sold that to NBC streaming services called Peacock. So now pay-per-views like WrestleMania and everything like that, um, all WWE's content, every single thing from their library is now going to be on Peacock. So with that being said, that also means that Stone Cold's show, The Broken Skull, The Broken Skull Sessions, is now a Peacock show. And he's his first episode of the show was with The Undertaker. It was Undertaker's first interview, um, Breaking Kayfabe is what it's called, where he's out of character. And he's done two episodes with The Undertaker. And then he now he's bringing on, like, you know, Randy Orton, Bailey, Sasha Banks, like uh, Kurt Angle, Goldberg, things like that, you know. Just other interviews, and they talk about their career, they talk about things, and this, this, and that. So yesterday, uh, Stone Cold announced that Chris Jericho is going to be the next guest on the Broken Skull Sessions. And if you're wondering, well, what's the big deal? It's Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho is a wrestler. If you haven't been staying up to date with you know wrestling and the wrestling world and this, this, and that, there is a new promotion called AEW. That Chris Jericho left WWE to go be in this brand new company, AEW All Elite Wrestling. And he's a major staple of this All Elite Wrestling. And that itself, when when Chris Jericho left to join this new company, that was a shocker because like, oh shit, you have this guy who's been dedicated to Vince McMahon for his whole career. He's gone to this new company. And okay, whatever, right? That's old news. Kind of a backstory on this. WWE does not acknowledge other wrestling promotions. To WWE and in the WWE universe, the world of WWE, it's only WWE. They're not even professional wrestlers. They call it sports entertainment. So there's all there's I could go on and on about all the weird things that WWE does, but WWE doesn't acknowledge other wrestlers, other promotions. Every now and then they'll take a little jab, like a like a little sideways comment, like a subliminal comment that you're like, oh, you have to really get a reference to understand why it's a slap in the face or why they call it a shoot. You know, you have to understand why it's a shoot. Um, but lo and behold, Chris Jericho 
who's now who's a, currently a full-time AEW wrestler, another promotion is going to be interviewed on a WWE show. To to everyone, that's because it's openly it's it's showing that WWE has acknowledged Chris Jericho's other endeavors with a different company. No one knows. They probably won't even talk about AEW. I highly doubt it. I think that's probably going to be the first thing that they get out of the way. But it's so fucking huge. Everyone's speculating. What does that mean? Does that mean there's going to be a partnership between WWE and AEW? Because if that's the case, then you have all these dream scenarios, these dream match scenarios. Because in the day, WWE was the be-all, end-all. If you wanted to be a wrestler... And if you wanted to make it big in the in the wrestling industry, you had to go to WWE. Your career on the independent scene with Ring of Honor, TNA, Impact, New Japan Pro Wrestling, it doesn't matter what you did. You need to make a name for yourself in WWE. So it's kind of like, oh shit, now you have this company that's been big for a year and a half. These wrestlers are making a name for themselves. And then you got Chris Jericho, a WWE legend, being a main, a main player on this new company. It, it's just really big. I'm very, I'm very, very intrigued to see where this is all going to go. Um, I, I cannot wait. It's going to debut after WrestleMania because WrestleMania this year is two nights. And I know, and I want to say something real quick while it's fresh in my mind. I know I made a statement earlier saying that I want to have a little watch party for WrestleMania. Well, I because WrestleMania is two nights. It's Saturday and Sunday. Um, I get off of work on Saturday at 6, and WrestleMania starts at 7. Um, I'll be coming home from work. I'll be super tired. I definitely probably won't want to have a lot of people over, especially with my allergies and everything like that. Because it's only the beginning. 11,000 is just a preview to what's to come. For later in the year or for later in the month. Sunday, I'll be home all day. Maybe I'll have a couple people over come over Sunday. Now that's kind of in the air just because, I mean, I'm blowing my nose and I'm sneezing. I'm not sick with COVID. It's just allergies. But I know a lot of people can understand that. But I don't want people to feel uncomfortable in my apartment. And be like, oh shit, David sneezing and all this kind of stuff. David's sick. I really don't want that to happen. So I may not even have anybody over for WrestleMania. Um, I don't know. It, it's probably going to be like a game day decision. Um, kind of a last minute thing like, hey, like, yeah, sure, come over. Um, I don't know. I don't know yet. But either way, I'm definitely going to watch. Well, I'm, I'm watching WrestleMania regardless. But I'm definitely staying up after WrestleMania to watch that Broken Skull session. Because that's going to be fucking huge. And you know damn well... After it debuts, I'm going to talk about it nonstop on the episode. But, alrighty guys, I'm going to go ahead and take another quick little break because I'm getting ready to chow down on some dinner. I'm super hungry. It smells super good. I can't stop staring at Leslie in the kitchen because I cannot wait to eat the food. The food. Let's not get nasty, everybody. (laughs) So, we'll be right back. Alrighty guys, just finished eating dinner, Leslie knocked it out of the park, per usual, she's such a great little little chef, she always makes great food, but 
I had I had one more thing I wanted to talk about, um, but I guess I'll go ahead and leave that as a preview for the next episode. Um, kind of wait until everything wraps up, but I wanted to talk about the women's NCAA tournament and a lot of the backlash and kind of everything that's kind of wrapped up around uh, this year's NCAA women's tournament. Um, definitely a hot topic issue, uh, a lot would say, the whole women's sports and equality and everything like that. I'm with it to an extent. I'll leave it at that. I'll we'll get more into it on next week's or next week. I, I don't know why I said next week. I think that's just a force of habit, but uh, we'll definitely get into that in the next episode. For right now, I want to go ahead and hit the hay, relax with my baby, watch TV, and just kind of chill out. Uh, happy Easter, everybody. Tomorrow is Easter. Completely forgot about that. So, as always, keep listening. Stay tuned. I love you guys. Anyway, all right, deuces. (laughs) Bye.